Hi there. I'm Dr. Sarah Wilson, naturopathic doctor, author, practice mentor, researcher, and passionate connector of the dots of health. As the medical director of Advanced Women's Health and the founder of Naturopathic Clinical Mentorship, I help patients and practitioners to deeply understand the connection between hormones and inflammation so that they can improve their most complex health concerns or cases. Advanced Women's Health, the podcast, is a space for practitioners and discerning health consumers to learn about cutting-edge research in the area of women's health. Before we get started, though, let's set the ground rules. This information is not meant to diagnose or treat. I am a doctor, but not your doctor. I completely understand that you're going to want to implement some of these strategies. We are talking about really compelling stuff, but please always do so with a medical practitioner's support. So let's dive in. In today's episode and the next few episodes, we are going to deviate from our regular scheduled research discussions and talk about something that is so relevant at the current time of recording, which is how to stay afloat, how to manage your practice, how to use this time effectively, and how to go really from overwhelmed to implementing things that you want to implement in this unprecedented time in the world. These This information is going to have so much value for such a long period of time, which is why I wanted to share it, because you are going to learn about how to do research, about systems in your business, about how to manage anxiety. We have a variety of interviews talking about grief and use of essential oils, talking about budgets, and how to stay afloat in a crisis. Finally, we're also going to be talking about creating community in this time, which is so critical where people feel so isolated. So I'm so excited to share these with you. If you want to jump ahead a few episodes and go right back into our research, it is going to be there for you. But in any situation, I didn't want this to be just for people going through my courses. I wanted to help more people. I hope you enjoy it, and I will see you on the other side. Today, I want to talk about a topic that I think is being massively glazed over in both the business and health and wellness communities because there's so much talk in this period of time with COVID and the world about taking action and getting into those goals and systematizing and doing all of that kind of stuff. And I'm guilty of both. I like I get it. This pause is a moment of time that you can capitalize on. But what I very quickly realized working with practitioners and patients is that people are so overwhelmed, which is why I called this from overwhelmed to implemented, because if we don't address the overwhelm, if we don't address the mental health component of what's happening right now, if we don't address the anxiety and the feeling of letdown, right, which people are like, is this depression? Is this depression? Am I depressed? If we don't address that, then no one's going to get anywhere and no one's going to take action. So today's video, I really wanted to talk about those elements of what's happening and why you may be more affected than someone else, right? You may be just pretty good, chugging along, everything's great, um, but you may also be just extremely overwhelmed right now and trying to figure out what to do. So first and foremost, with the whole focus conversation, I tell people, picture yourself, just close your eyes and picture yourself in a dark alley. You hear a door slam behind you and then you hear feet. What happens to your physiology, right? We go into fight flight, or freeze. That is a sympathetic nervous system response. So with that, your body is going, your eyes are going to start to scan, your pupils are going to dilate, you're going to try to figure out where that danger is, what's happening, and how to get away. 
So with that, if I then said, oh, focusing on your computer, I think that's a great idea right now. You're going to be like, huh, yeah, right. I can't do that. And that's, again, a very physiological response. That's because of what's happening in our bodies right now. And so if you're in the fight or flight, then you may be grumpy. You may be really snappy with people. You may just constantly be wanting to move and do things and get around. But if you're in the freeze mode, then you're just stuck there and you don't know what to do and you can't get out of it. And I always say we cannot use our super ha- superpowers on ourselves. So this is a moment where oftentimes practitioners do need assistance to see that, right? Even as I talk to people about this, that awareness gap is massive. They're like, oh my God, that's what's happening. That's why I can't focus. That's why I can't do this. It's normal. It's natural. Same with digestive issues coming up. You eat a whole bunch of meat and you feel like, whoa, there's this super heavy pit in my stomach, probably because you're not making the digestive enzymes you need. So with that, it's really important to, again, understand what's happening. So when you experience a danger, right, fight, flight, whatever that is, that response is, you're going to release norepinephrine and epinephrine or adrenaline, right? And that is stored. It's immediate access ready to use because, again, it's going to give us the opportunity to get out of danger. In an actual dangerous situation, it can save our lives. But every time you turn on the news, if you're getting that response, it's obviously going to be really hard to manage and hard to deal with, and you can start having panic attack feelings. Cortisol is the later release. So that's the one we oftentimes associate with stress, but that actually takes 20 to 30 minutes for the body to release cortisol, for the signal to go from your brain to your adrenal glands to make and release that. So if you find that you're taking all of these adrenal adaptogens, these cortisol support things, and you're not getting anywhere, it's probably because it's not your cortisol. I find right now what I'm talking to people about is if your anxiety is on a circadian rhythm, so a 24-hour clock, it's worse in the morning or it's worse at night and then it's very predictable, it may be a cortisol response and you may be able to respond to adrenal adaptogens like Eleutherococcus, which is one of my favorites for focus. Um, You may be able to respond to things like ashwagandha. But if it's a nervous system response, we need to go to our nervines, right? Adaptogens, licorice, things like that, they're not going to help. We need to go to our base nervines. We need to go to valerian, passion flower. We need to go into all of our GABA support, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, We need to go to Zisiphus, these herbs that again are starting above that stress response, okay? Because if you have genes that are involved with poor breakdown of stress hormones, um, so things like COMT, for example, if you have methylation issues, then you may experience that you get one stress for the day and it just takes you the whole day. You're like constantly feeling revved up the whole day. You're not able to come back down. Okay, that's when you need support breaking that down. Magnesium, B6, inositols, you need those types of things. But if it's actually just stopping that nervous system response from firing, 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 that's really important to consider. Because again, when we go back to the brain, the physiology of panic is involved also not only with norepinephrine and epinephrine, but with glutamate and GABA. So glutamate is really important for learning and memory. It's really important for doing things, but at the same time, it's also very excitatory. Um, It can cause anxiety in people and it can actually cause damage when there's way too much of it to our brain cells. So what we need to do is we need to convert that glutamate into the calming system of GABA. So again, in this situation, if you're getting constant exposure, constant stress, constant glutamate, 
at like release and you're not breaking that down. Say you have a, a gene issue with GAD, which I'm talking about these gene issues because I do think it's really important in situations like this to understand why you may be affected more than someone else. Um, and oftentimes it gets down into epigenetics. And so if you have GAD genes, you're going to have difficulty activating that or metabolizing that glutamate into GABA. And so if that's happening, of course, you're not going to get the calming response. Maybe you need to take GABA. Maybe you need to take L-theanine, which blunts the impact of glutamate at the brain. All of these things are tools in our tool belt that we can take right now so that we can stay calm. We can be leaders. We can show up and take care of our patients. And then ultimately, we can use this time, again, not to just roll in it and make money, but to really focus on how can I be better on the other side of this? How can I have a more streamlined business so I don't burn out? How can I take better care of my patients and show up and serve and just constantly be their rock so that they know they can always count on me? That's really what I want people to use this time for. So again, that's kind of the the stress response that I want you to, to think about. Then we also need to think about lifestyle things, right? So like I said, not watching news can be helpful. Meditation can be really helpful right now. Taking baths, calming that nervous system response, breathing, heaven forbid, breathing, right? All of these things can really calm that nervous system response. You don't want to focus on having coffee right now or a ton of it. You don't want to focus on hit exercise and loud music and go, 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 go. You do want to do things to calm your nervous system. So that's the anxiety picture. There's so much more that goes into it, but I think that really does cover it for a large part. Um, so then we need to think about what are what if you're that person who just feel like you got thrown off a cliff and you're just feeling down and depressed and just completely unmotivated. And with this, I think it's really important, again, to consider what's happening at the level of the brain. So, so many of us get our identity and our passion and all of our values are tied up with what we do. You've been busy, busy, busy. Your set point is set really high, right? Your body's used to a certain level of stress. It's rocking away. It's going at that. And then all of a sudden we drop that stimulus. We drop that pleasure. And that's involved with dopamine. So dopamine is, so many of us, our dopamine junkies, right? So whether we reach for high fat, high sugar foods, which so many people are going from seeing patients and loving that, um, to high fat, high sugar foods, because they're looking for that hit. It's like cocaine, right? You're like, give me the hit. <laughs> and so with that, we talk to our patients about this all the time. These foods are addictive. This is what they do. This is how they do it. But now so many people are experiencing it. And it's because that our brain is wanting a certain level of dopamine and it's looking for that social connection. It's looking for our passion and our purpose in order to really help to control that level in order to really give us that drive and give us that control. And dopamine is converted into norepinephrine and epinephrine. So again, we need a little bit of that stress response, that hormesis. That's what gives us that get up and go. And so if you're reward seeking and there's nowhere to get that reward right now, or you don't know how to get that reward in a different way, it's very common. Both of these things being low are associated with depression. And so you're going to feel that letdown. If your cortisol is also dropping at that period of time, you're going to experience these changes and it's going to feel really hard to get motivated and really hard to kind of take control of the situation because of such a dramatic change in our neurophysiology. So not to mention that all of those foods that you may be eating are inflammatory. And we know that depression and anxiety are directly related to inflammation in the body. Again, we tell our patients this 
all the time. So these are all kind of things. I call it the itty bitty shitty committee of issues that's coming together to make you not feel like yourself. And so with that and understanding that, you can also see then dopamine is really important for blunting the like the effects of stress hormones on the body that the epinephrine, the norepinephrine, even though it's made into that, um, we require enough of both of those. So if you're the type of person who's going from apathy to anxiety and you're switching back and forth, then you need help in both of these axes, right? So you're going to need to give yourself stimulation at certain points of the day. These are the people who we need to check in with our core values. What are your values, right? I love core values. I talk about them all the time because I think it makes so many solutions extremely simple. So if you value leadership and you value showing up for your community and you value all of those things and that's not there and you're not getting the social connection and you can't get in touch with your families, it's going to be really hard for you to feel those reward systems that, aha, I did it, that completion. And so with that, grab a runner's high. That's related to dopamine, right? Get into some high intensity interval training exercises. Use drink coffee, right? To give you a bit of that stimulation if that's what you need. You can use short term things like our panics, our adrenal like glandulars, something that again is just going to give you a little bit of that motivation so that you can get into something you love from a value perspective. So if you love health, you just need to change that and be like, great, I'm supporting my own health or I'm creating content and I'm doing things to support the health of my patients in the future. And have very clear checkboxes to tick because it's also when you complete something, it's involved with reward, right? You get that reward of completing something. So make sure every day you're completing a couple of things. Make sure you're getting high intensity training. Make sure you're maybe listening to more stimulating music if you go out for a walk. Things like that to build you up. It's also really important to, no matter what situation, to really balance the amount of negative with the amount of positive. So if you're listening to something that has like news, again, you have to stay informed. It's a really fine balance between staying informed and being overwhelmed. And so you stay informed, but then immediately after you put on a positive podcast or you start your day with a positive podcast. So just buffer those responses in the body. That's important no matter what's coming up for you. But I hope this has just given you some context and given you some things to think about because fundamentally, I want you to be able to do whatever you want to do with the fullest capacity. I don't want anxiety to take over your day. I don't want you to be like, why is that person anxious and I'm not? Therefore, I'm not a good person or I can't handle this or I'm not strong enough. Um, I want you to be able to be motivated and to have a sense of pleasure in this period of time and to understand what's happening. So my takeaways from all of this is really understand where you were and understand where you're at, right? If you were go, 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 burn, 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 and then you're coming down off of this, if you get all of your worth and your value and your pleasure from something you can't do right now, whether that's see family, go out, you're adrenaline junkie, you love seeing patients, whatever that is, of course, your body's going to experience a change. If you were extremely stressed going into this, then I always say your body's like a bucket. So this experience is the last drop in your bucket and you're going to overwhelm with anxiety, especially, like I said, in those people with certain genes like PNMT, the MAO, the COMT, these people don't break things down efficiently. So if your bucket's already full, you're going to have more 
issues. So I hope this is just helpful. Use the techniques that you know you have in place. Use all of the herbs right now, whatever you need, whether you need to be stimulated, whether you need to do calming activities, whether you need to reach for some valerian and some passion flower and magnolia and theanine to get things under control. There's no shame in that game. Use the things that we have access to. And really, I hope that it helps you to frame your mind and get into a state so that you can do the rest of these activities and that you can really maximize this experience. If you need anything, if you need more support, I'm always, always here for you. Never hesitate to reach out. And I can't wait to keep talking to you in the future. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, I would love a review because that is how more people find out about us and ultimately get well. If you are a medical practitioner and you're interested in taking one of my courses to learn how to implement these research strategies, see naturopathicmentorship.com. If you're a patient, we have a couple of options. I can try to hook you up with one of my trained practitioners Or alternatively, if you have a practitioner you love, I do offer one-on-one consults about your case to support that practitioner in learning further. For more information on these strategies, see the show notes. And finally, if you just want to keep in touch, I am always active on Instagram and Facebook, and I look forward to connecting with you there. Have a great day and be well.